Thank you for listening to the podcast of Palmetto Baptist Church. We pray that as you listen to the following message, that it will encourage you to continue to connect, grow, and serve in your relationship with God and with others. Let's pray. God, I pray that you would guard our hearts and guide our lives as we gather around your word tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way with us. Make a way where there seems to be no way. Amen. In the Bible, life is most often presented in covenantal relational categories. That's very different from the biological categories that we tend to use in our everyday thinking. Our biological bias wants to shrink life down to the ongoing function of an organism. As long as a bug or a plant or an animal or a human being is functioning, we say that it's alive. And when it stops functioning... We say that it's dead. But life in covenantal relational categories has to do with quality over function. The question is not so much, is your heart beating? But rather, what is your heart beating for? There's a depth of meaning to life that cannot be weighed, measured, and accounted for with just our physical senses. There's more to life than what can be seen, heard, touched, tasted, or felt. And therefore the Bible most often uses the word life to describe a satisfying experience of fullness and well-being. The Hebrew word is shalom. And from the biblical point of view, that kind of life is only found through incorporation and involvement in a caring community of meaning and action. Death, on the other hand, is the experience of emptiness that comes through isolation and exclusion from a caring community of meaning and action. And tonight I want to say that the church is the community in which Christians find life by living life together in the name of Christ and in the way of Christ. Let me say that again. The church is the community in which Christians find life by living life together in the name of Christ and in the way of Christ. That statement, however, is not obvious. Some people have put substantial amounts of money toward creating an online church experience that allows you to log in for the service on Sunday morning while you sit on the couch in your pajamas munching on a bowl of Cheerios. No real names are necessary. Just open your web browser and create a name. Is that church? It's debatable. But for now, I'll just say 
that it lacks something very meaningful. Namely, a real person who knows you, looks at you in the face and uses your real name and says, Matt, I'm praying for you. I'm with you in this. And I would say the same thing for a video sermon church. You know these churches. They play a video of a popular pastor giving a sermon. But try asking that moving image on a screen for some pastoral advice. Or to perform a baptism or a wedding. And see how far that gets you. If the man on the second row had a heart attack during the sermon, that video preacher wouldn't even stop. So the content might be good, but isn't it better to have someone who actually knows your name and cares whether or not you're there? Other churches put on a good show that draws people from miles around. They don't expect anything more from people than their occasional attendance at the show. And that's good because it takes people on average an hour to get there. Of course, an offering while you're there would be nice. After all, you buy a ticket to any other concert you go to. But if you need to use the money for parking, they understand. Now the trouble with each of those is that they offer a shrunk down picture of what the church is and what the church should be in the lives of Christian people. And I say they're shrunken because they don't require the hard work of being with people you actually know and who actually know you and people who are different than you. It's easy to to be anonymous. But life for Christians doesn't come through anonymity. Life, the life of shalom, comes through living life together in the name of Christ and in the way of Christ. And we need each other to help us make it through. You can call yourself Saintly Sam 357 in a chat room and act like you've got it all together. But if you go to a Sunday school, they actually know you. And the mask eventually has to come off in the presence of people who know you. Or you can go and sing as loud as you want while the dry ice fills the air and the lights pulse to the beat. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But that's not church by itself. Because when the music is over and the overhead lights turn on, reality requires us to meet face to face with people who sometimes don't agree with us and with whom we sometimes don't get along. And God works in those occasions to build character and wisdom in everyone involved, if only we would stick around long enough for God to work. The church doesn't gather because of relational convenience. It gathers because of a commitment to worship Jesus Christ together. And when we come together in that act, Jesus has a knack for using each of us in a way that helps all of us. We're just better together. Now the month of September has been a good month for us at Palmetto Baptist Church. 
In the student ministry, we had our first Rise and Shine Pancake Breakfast, first Friday of the month out at the Bronze Cabin. We had Johnny Hamlet come out and share some words of wisdom with the students on a Sunday morning. We took 45 people rafting on the Okoe River last weekend, and we've had over 40 students in attendance at our Wednesday night momentum services as well as our Sunday morning elevation program. As a church, we heard a good word from Reggie Stanley a few Sunday nights ago. If you were here, you may recall how he spoke about the prodigal son and how God's heart for us is that we come home. And then we had our homecoming Sunday where people who have gone out to other places come back to see the work that God is doing here and to share some memories from days gone by. Now I call your attention to each of those things because they make the point that we already know. Life well lived cannot be done on our own. We need other people around us to encourage us, to pray for us, to help us, to challenge us, to love us and to forgive us. We need the faith of others to encourage our own faith. And other people need our faith to help theirs. So I would suggest that this church is a community in which we find life by living life together in the name of Christ and in the way of Christ. It's happening here. Now from the biblical perspective, over against the biological perspective, the foundational issue of life and death is whether or not we enter and remain in fellowship with this kind of community. Granted, people move away, so not this community, we're not sectarian like that, but this kind of community. To experience life in the way that God intends, a person must remain involved with the church because the church functions for the Christian as a caring community of meaning and action. In fact, if a person leaves this kind of community, they are said to experience a kind of death. And of course, that death isn't death in the biological sense, but it is death in the covenantal relational sense. In both the New Testament and in the Old Testament, people depart from the community in one of two ways. Some depart by choice, others depart by force. For example, 2 Timothy Chapter 4, verse 10, Paul writes, Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life. He departed by choice. And on another occasion, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, Paul writes, I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you. Something that even pagans don't do. I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. You are so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. And you should remove this man from your fellowship. Some depart by force. In either case, whether by choice or by force, the departed or excluded person is cut off 
from the care, meaning, and action that is offered by the community of God's people and so is thought to have experienced a kind of death. And of course, there weren't a hundred other churches in the same zip code to go be anonymous at. Now, I understand that this idea of life through relatedness may sound overly primitive to our modern ears, but surely we can still see the point being made all around us. A new student can't fit in at a new school and cries herself to sleep at night because she has no friends. A guy tries out for the basketball team and is told that he isn't good enough to be part of the select group. An overweight person walks into Atlanta Fitness and feels so out of place that he leaves as quickly as he came. The college that a student wanted so badly to accept them sends a letter of rejection instead. A child is ripped apart by the dissolution of her parents' marriage and loses everything that they thought was sure and secure about the world. With all the relational strife and speed bumps happening all around us, we should have no problem understanding how the breaking of significant relational ties can be an experience of death. The Bible just calls it what it is. To have life is to be included, related, and connected. To have death is to be excluded, unrelated, and isolated. And for the Christian, these experiences of life and death revolve around our participation in the local church. The church is not the best or coolest show in town. You know that. It's not the thing that is promised to spike your adrenaline. It's not the place where all your issues get solved. But there is something powerful that happens when the young and old gather together in a common place and join together in worshiping God through singing, praying, giving, listening, laughing, learning, and serving. When someone here shares a testimony about the faithfulness of God through good and bad, I find that I'm not the only one experiencing trouble in the world. And I am reminded that God will make a way for me too. I don't know anywhere else that's happening outside the church. The presidential election coverage isn't doing it. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Kelly Ripa and whoever her co-host is at the time, I guarantee aren't doing it. The local bowling league isn't doing it. The country club isn't doing it. The hunting club isn't doing it. Nobody's doing it. The church is doing it. There's something powerful that happens when we pass those communion trays around, sharing the body and blood of Christ that was given for me, but not just for me, so I share it with the person next to me.
whether we agree politically or not, whether we're on good terms or not, the body and blood of Christ was given for us. And so we share it with one another in the way that we share life together. To miss that involvement is to experience a kind of death. To share in it is to find life. In one of his prayers, known as the high priestly prayer, Jesus says, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And to that end, Jesus established an inclusive community of people that would join together regularly in worship, mission, and common life. This community is, of course, the church, and it is the Christian answer to the isolation, loneliness, and hopelessness that plagues so many people today who try to find life on their own. In the church, we are one. We are freed from trying to be individual heroes. We no longer have to make it on our own aspirations, abilities, and assets. In the church, we are empowered to be saints who are redeemed and restored by God, incorporated into the community and commissioned to carry on the work of Jesus in the world around us. That's what's happening here. The life that Jesus calls us to is one that is lived out in a caring community of meaning and action. It's lived out in the church. Because as Dallas Willard has written, human life cannot flourish as God intended it to if we see ourselves as on our own. We're not on our own. And the last thing that I want to say is that this life together involves work. Jesus gave us a big open-ended job description when He said, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. Left to ourselves, on our own, we're likely either to shy away from so great a task, or to forget that such a task is there for us at all. Those who shy away from it say it's just too big a job to do, and so they leave it for someone else to do. Those who forget about it just get caught up in the busyness of getting up, going to work, going to bed, and whatever else happens in between, and then doing it again the next day. We need our fellow Christians who have joined this community to stand with us and for us as we mutually encourage one another and remind each other 
that each person's presence in this church is meaningful as we strive together to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And you know what? Even though this task, this work, is too great for you or for me by ourselves, we're not by ourselves. And the task, the work, is not too great for us. And so we keep on connecting and growing and serving together because this church... Palmetto Baptist Church is a place where we find life by engaging in the hard but rewarding work of worshiping God and living life together. Let's pray. God, this community You have called us to is not easy. This life you have called us to is not easy. We know ourselves prone to wander. Lord, we feel it. Prone to leave the God we love. But you have established the church to be the place where we are known and loved and challenged and forgiven and made alive. Thank you for our church family. We know that just like any family, we have our disagreements. But I trust that you are at work in both, of, both our lives as individuals, as well as in our common life together. We give you our hearts, Lord. Take and seal them. Seal them for your courts above. In Jesus' name, amen.